Welcome to Such Fun, a podcast devoted to the discussion, education, and celebration of all things fisting. If you're a curious newbie or an elbow deep connoisseur, this podcast is for you. We are two gays that love to fist. I'm Big Butt Geek. And I'm Jazmataz. We're going to have such, such fun. fun. Such fun. Such fun. <laughs> that was cute. Such fun. So, today's episode, uh, we're really thrilled by a guest, um, I have to say. Um, so, he came to the gay porn scene way back in 2007 under the name RJ Danvers. Cast your minds back, people. Uh, before retreating from the limelight in 2009. Lucky for us fisters, he made his return to porn in 2017. This time producing his own amateur porn. And with the name you probably all know him by, Hunger FF. He made his mark on the community by sharing his extreme fisting content, biceps, shoulder deep, double, triple, rough, hardcore, you name it. Um, and without a doubt, the biggest anal prolapse in the world. But through <laughs> all of this, what's also been on display <laughs> um, to, all, to, all, to all of us fisting fans has been his intimacy, connection, sense of fun, silliness and a real objective of, de- of demystifying the FF world. So it's a real pleasure to be joined by Hunger FF. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I didn't mean to laugh. <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh in the middle of that. I'm sorry. <laughs> just like, it's like these people are crazy. No, it's like, and without a doubt, the biggest anal prolapse in the world. I'm like, oh You're my like, god. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Facts thank you very facts, much. Thank yes. you very much. Oh. I actually, I just was playing. We, we were talking before the recording started. I was playing last night um, a little bit, and I got on camera like the biggest. I think I've ever seen it. Fuck yeah. And like, it was, it was like, it was like, it was like mutant huge. And so, um, I, I, I put, I tweeted it just now. I said, welcome to the freak show. Um, cause it was just like, it's so stupid. I'm like, I look at it and I'm just like, what is going on with my body right now? <laughs> like, oh it's my God. Cool. Well, I mean, this is a good place to start, to start it off. I mean, Obviously, prolapse is kind of the, the big thing associated with you. How often do you get kind of messages and comments from from fans like asking you like like how do you do it? How do I get a prolapse like yours? How often does this happen? And what do you have to say to people? I get asked that question pretty much on at least a daily basis. Um, and the com- comments on the videos are almost always like, "Oh, what do I have to do to get one like yours?" And and the thing is that like I have just had one since forever like as early like when I first started playing with my my whole like when I was like maybe like 17 18 like I remember riding dildos and like reaching down and like touching my hole afterwards and being like what is that that's happening like what is coming out of me <laughs> and being like totally confused and, and kind of mildly horrified by it and then um one of the first people that I played with um for fisting was um Amerifist. Yeah. Um, and so he, I remember he fisted me, I was 18 and he was like, man, you've got such an amazing prolapse. And I was like, what's a prolapse? <laughs> and like, and he explained it to me and I was like, oh, so that's like what it, what it is. And then I was afraid of it for a long time. Like I was trying to like keep it from happening, but then like, I just realized that like this feels really good. It's not affecting my quality of life. Like it's not negatively impacting my body in any way that I, that, you know, I've been doing this for like 14 years now. I'm just gonna go on and it feels good as long as it feels good. Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna continue like playing with it and like doing what I can with it. So, 
It's just like gotten to the no. point now where like my second ring comes out. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. It's like it comes out and then there's like a bloop and then there's like a second one that comes out and it's that's my second hole coming out. It's like crazy. It's like well, I've I've been a bit more intimately fam- familiar with your prolapse. Um, yes, which you... we'll go into. <laughs> yeah. um, um, we'll 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 get into that um, later. Um, but yeah, like it has a very distinct shape to it. Like it it's it gets bigger, then narrower. And mm-hmm. bigger. Mm. Yep, it's, and <laughs> your prolapse has a prolapse. That's what that's what I'm saying. It's so funny. Like, and there's one other guy. Um, I don't know his screen name, but there's a guy that's been posting prolapse videos on like X Hamster lately, who's like covered in tattoos. Like, do you know who I'm talking about? Like, there, oh. there's just, he's got hand tattoos and like. I like, think I must have seen like, the one. And he pulls his hole apart, and he he pops like inflated dildos in and out of his prolapse, like. And it it looks the same shape as mine, and I'm like, ah, somebody else. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not Can alone. Can you send me universe. the link, please? Yes. Like, I, I don't know I'm who this is. Yes. Like, I, yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> he's on like if you search prolapse on X Hamster, he's on like page like seven or eight. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You I find his profile. I'm I'm like a yeah, prolapse fiend, his... so I link I me. like link because uh, so, yeah. Xtube is not enough for me and. Uh, uh, Justice fans and stuff. There's not enough, and so I'm like prolapse, prolapse. First, found X Hamster the other day and was looking through all of them. So I found him. I'm sure I did. Uh, yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember GayProlapsePorn.com? It was up I for do. like. <laughs> I do. I do. I saved. I, I. It was one of my favorites too. They were up for like all of a week before they got taken down. Right. And there was this one called Extreme Fishman many years ago as well. Oh, that was one of the that best. That was a special. That holds a special place in my heart, and I'm still I still talk to Rex, the guy that um, ran it. And he, I'm like, I, every time I go to New York, I'm I you know I want to I want to connect with him because he's like one of my all time favorite pitchers, and and I never because he was just so. Do you remember? Do you remember the guy that ran it, Rex Armslow? I don't. I remember there was. I remember the the saga with it shutting down and everything, and I think he was writing it stuff was online about that. What exactly happened there? Off topic, but like... social. So, 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 from what I understand, Social Parody, which was the network that they were hosting their site on, it was like extremefestmen.socialparody.com. And it was like the Social Parody website either got bought out by a company that didn't want adult content or they just didn't want adult content. And so Extreme Festmen was like such a great site and then it just vanished. Mm. Like, it was like such a kick in the dick. So. Oh, yes. <laughs> but we never look back. <laughs> My God. Yeah, no. That's what we have. The, now, and now we have like all the Facebook groups and everything. So. It's like about without Facebook groups without porn. <laughs> yeah, so. I literally left Facebook, um, and then because I left uh, maybe like a year or two ago, um, I, I was getting into too many arguments with people on like who I used to work with like ten years ago about Brexit and things. I was like, oh, you're trash. Okay, I'm 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 leaving. Um, <laughs> it was becoming a daily battle, and then I was like, oh, but you know all the fisting groups. I'm like, there's what. Mm-hmm. I have no idea about any of this, so you, you I, know, I, I, I don't know if it's enough to make me go back. Well, they used to have a... When I started... A, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> um, they, they had a number of uh, fisting groups on Facebook that had heaps of X-rated content, and um, I think we all posted, you know, uh, a couple of times with our bums out, prolapses out, what have you, um, and it just kept getting flagged by, I don't know, who, who enters a fisting group? And then reports it, right? Well, what it'll be what, some fag that's not that's, that's not invited to the parties. I actually have the creator of the original fisting Facebook group staying with me right now, so he's out in my living room. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so he created Fantastic Friends, which was the original one, 
and then it was started off as a WhatsApp group that they then moved to Facebook and as a kind of a social experiment to see how comfortable people would be being posting about you know fisting on a private group while also exposing themselves with their public Facebook profiles. Yeah. So it was really more or less like a social experiment for the guys that ran it to see what what it would what it could become, and it became this huge thing until the crackdown on porn on Facebook happened, and then um, they kept getting shut down. So when I created my own group um, a couple of years ago, to because um, I wasn't happy with the group that was on Facebook at the time, freshmen, I thought I was being run like a dictatorship, and I was like, this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if, if you're not like a a white muscly guy, you're not getting your content approved and so i was like this is bullshit so i started my own group um called and it was an homage back to the original one i called it fantastic friends um and so it's uh kind of taking it back to basics where it was like anybody can post whatever they want not porn but it was still just like uh i wanted to create like a more inclusive environment so like the admins there's like seven of us so if we have to vote on something you know there's um somebody that identifies as like gender queer there's you know different races different areas of the world different um backgrounds so that every part of the fisting community was represented in some way i when i asked the moderators to come together um and so that's that was my little baby with the fantastic friends um the new facebook group was my my little project Mm. my way of trying to make it more inclusive (laughs) so sweet so yeah i like the sound of that Mm. Uh, and i assume it's going really well right yeah, we have like 2,000 members, and um, I think uh, awesome. the last time I looked, it was like close to, it was either at 2,000 or close to 2,000, so mm. it's, a, it's, mm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a pretty active group, and I, I, you know, especially for guys that live in areas where there's not a lot of fisters, um, it's a good way to kind of connect, because like you can just post like, hey, you know, I live in this, you know, it's a good way to just be connected to the community when you're not, you don't have actual physical access to the community. Mm-hmm. So, well, most of us don't have physical contact anyways right now, which is why we're doing this on Zoom. So, exactly. So, yeah. So I wanted to ask you, because um, with, cause with, with, with your point, which obviously is com- completely f- fisting heavy, but it does kind of now with the, with the prolapse, and especially in the last sort of year or two, it almost kind of fall, falls more into the realm of like body modification porn. Mm-hmm. How do you kind of feel about that? Because I, I feel like there's people like you could have the hottest fisting scene ever, but if but if your guts aren't on the floor, mm-hmm. they're just not interested. <laughs> I know, and that's what's that fairly like, accurate. That 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 is accurate. Like I joke around that I could I make content that I really I make the kind of fisting content that I want to watch, right? So it's like I I make the kind of porn that I would want to see from the angles I want to see it at, and um, I could make some really amazing twenty minute clip of me and some beautiful guy fisting each other's brains out um which will get like some you know people will be interested in it or i could post a two minute video of me pushing my butthole out in my bathroom and it gets you know a thousand majillion likes and comments and i'm just like what is like i don't want to get like pigeonholed into being like that guy that just does prolapse stuff but it you know it sort of feels like that's what people want but but I always, say, I always say that like my my only fans and or not my own obviously not my only fans but my just for fans page um is um a documentary about my sex life it's not like it's what i do not what people want me to do and so it's like they're gonna get um you know it's 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 i'm letting them letting people in on like a intimate private part of my life that i make public but I'm not just going to do stuff because people want me to. I'm going to do what mm. feels good for me. 
in the moment. So, yeah. This reminds me. Well, I was going to say, I mean, sorry, go on. You go. Oh, I'm getting to go ahead <laughs> twice tonight. Um, go on. It reminds me of Friday night. Uh, the um, It reminds me of what we um, talked about with Axel uh, when we interviewed him. He was saying a similar thing. It's like he creates content um, that, that speaks to who he is and what he's into and what he wants to do. Um, and that, like, it's such a logical thing to do, right? He's such an, he's such an artist and like, yeah. we've talked about work, working together before and like, he and I like, re I respect him so much. We respect like each other's kind of, I feel like neither of us occupy the same space in the fisting community. It's like, we both kind of yeah. like, like he and I are, are like, our styles are so different. He's so, um, you know like his scenes are like metaphorical and like they have like an, a really artsy quality to them and then there's mine that are just like a camera in the corner and like you know do you know one camera over here one camera over there and you're just getting to look at what my second you know an, an authentic from start to finish from the warm-up the application of the lube to the cleanup at the end like paper towels wiped down Pretty much every single one of my videos ends with somebody saying, I think I need a break. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> like, and then I do a fade out. I'm like, you know, so they hear yeah. that it's like really, you know, you are actually seeing from start to finish a full session. Yeah, the authenticity is is just unmatched, I think. And all the talking in between, like all of the, you know, all the connection, all of the relaxation, all of the getting, like getting in the space with your partner and that kind of stuff. I, I keep all that stuff in. Um, like my idea behind keeping that in in the beginning was that I wanted to like validate or authenticate the sex lives of people that were watching because if you look at studio porn like Club Inferno or like I don't know who else there's a couple Club Inferno is like or Stud Fist or whatever it's like you just get the hardcore fisting you don't get yeah. any you don't get the kind of like in between relevant banter like I, if we start you know bullshitting about a tv show or something i cut that out but if we're talking about you know oh like you know something fisting related because then it makes other people feel that their sex lives are normal because that's something that normally happens during fisting is that you end up with these kind of like silly side conversations and i don't want people to feel that like they have to live up to what they see on on, on in in a studio porn which is um fantasy and not really reality so i'm trying to present mm. fisting in a uh, reality-based way versus a you know a, a stylized um fantasy version of it i guess yeah. so when it goes back to well i mean jazz sorry this time you go ahead sorry oh thank you no i i mean i think we've had this discussion before jazz where um especially kind of newer guys younger guys their perception of what this kink is and the kind of play that they want it is literally based on sometimes it's just, just completely based on these like two minute clips that they might see on Twitter or XTube where you are seeing the absolute pinnacle um, of the fisting session. So it's someone getting completely punched out and they have no concept of like a warm up, intimacy, conversation. It's literally yeah. just like bend over, punch me and leave. Um, yeah. Nothing against it necessarily, but the kind of, but the concept of like conversation, intimacy, having fun with each other, having you know, have, having a joke with each other, it seems a bit kind of lost on people. Well, so there's like a there's like a desire to like what I've noticed over the last couple of years is that it seems to me like there's there's like a desire to like one up each other, like that fisting, yeah. fisting has almost become kind of like a competition to see like who can make the hotter video, who can do like the hotter. Who can do the most insane thing at the most insane time at the most insane place like you know i remember being at fist fest and there was people getting like 
fisted on inner tubes in the pool and i was just and, and, and recording it for for only fans and i was just like by the like, way i want to do that <laughs> i was just like ma'am like get out of the fucking pool like it was just like you know it's just like it's, it's like you know what are we gonna do next we're gonna be hanging off the uh, hanging off the railings and like getting you know dropped you know it's like it's crazy like it just seems like everybody's kind of tur- not everybody i don't want to generalize it like that but it seems like a lot of people have turned it into um, a competitive sport like yeah and 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 it, when in reality it's really should just be about what does what feels like people ask me all the time what are your goals for fisting how big do you want to make your prolapse like what do you what do you what goals do you have i don't have any goals i just want it to feel good Amen. so like i don't really want yeah i don't have mm-hmm. a i don't have like i have to get four fists in my ass like no i don't like it's like i i if, if four fists in my ass feels good at the time and it happens organically then great and if it doesn't then it doesn't but i don't have any goals in mind like i don't have any like like what else, what else am i gonna do <laughs> like, to be honest like, what the limit else? does not exist the, the limit not... does not exist <laughs> exactly but i'm just like i'm trying it's like i've i've I, I just don't i just don't feel like it should just be about feeling good and connecting with people and having a good time and having mm. fun yeah. and seeing to speaking of and... this yeah sorry no, no then just trying to outdo each other again. yeah what do you, I mean, speaking of kind of one-upmanship and this sort of sense of competition, I feel like the introduction, I don't know how you feel of this, um, how much kind of Just for Fans and OnlyFans has exploded, and just mm-hmm. this year alone as well. I think that does kind of create a bit of a hierarchy with it as well. And a lot of people, uh, it, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> Hunger is sporting the Just for Fans tanks up right now. In solid- <laughs> I stand in solidarity. <laughs> yeah. What what are what are your thoughts on Just for Fans and Only Flans? Only Flans. I heard Flans. Only Flans. Oh my god, a baking themed Only for Okay, I've got a project now. <laughs> um, you can make at least seven dollars doing it's that. Just, I think. I yes. think I could. Um, yeah. So what? So what are your thoughts on Just for Fans and Only Fans as platforms? What, what do you feel about kind of everybody starting one now? Really? Well, I get why everybody's starting one now because of COVID nineteen and like not having you know yeah. people needing to generate income. My thoughts on those two the, the the platforms. Obviously, like there's a lot of drama with me and Only Fans right now that's been going on. I was recently removed arbitrarily. Yeah. The laws that they're citing to remove me are either out you know have been argued in court and deemed to be you know the obscenity laws in the uk are ridiculous but they've been slowly kind of i'm sorry it okay it's all good it's i'm blaming you entirely um so it's um they removed me based on uh, a law that was challenged in 2019 and and fisting was considered appropriate as long as it was between two consenting adults in the age of um, the the intended age of the audience was over eighteen. Mm. Everything that I do is obviously that, um, and so I provided OnlyFans with every bit of um, all my model releases, all of my identifications for every person that's ever appeared in a video with me, and they have just since stopped responding to me and just deactivated my profile and have kept the money that they owe me. <laughs> so it's oh like my it's. God. It's frustrating, but then Just for Fans is much more inclusive. Um, I started on Just for Fans when there was only like maybe like five pages of models. Like there was, I was the first fister on the site, and like it was like there was, mm. um, you know, I. So I dumped all of my old XTube content where I started, um, onto Just for Fans, and then, um, because Matthias von Fissenberg told me he's like, "Why are you not charging for your content?" And I'm like, "Well, I just really like being an exhibitionist. I like people seeing." 
um, you know, what I'm doing uh, and getting the comments and whatever. And he's like, no, honey, you need to be monetizing this. And so I was like, okay, like I'll, tr I'll try, but I can't imagine anybody would really like want to pay for videos of me getting fisted when they've been getting them for free for so long. And then um, we put them on just for fans. And within a couple of days, I had like over a hundred subscribers and I was like, holy shit, what? Like, <laughs> this is crazy. Um, and then I started diversifying onto other platforms. Um, I think that it's a good thing that there's, I think it's destigmatizing sex in general. Like the people having uh, these pages where they feel that they can show off or whatever. It's taking, because these are like Instagram celebrities that, that are, you know, they have, you know, 100,000 followers and then they have an OnlyFans where you can see them naked. <laughs> it's like destigmatizing. It's destigmatizing sex. It's destigmatizing um, the sex industry, sex work, sex, you know, in general. So um, for that reason, I'm happy that they exist. Um, there is a lot of competition on there now. So you have to kind of figure out yeah. what, what makes you different, what makes you unique and, and what's your niche. Um, you know, if you're just posting your grind, you know, your grinder hookups that are shot vertically on a blurry cell phone with no light. Why, why would anybody pay $9.99 a month for that? But if you create a piece of content that's like well lit, the action's good, it's edited properly, of course, you're basically, a, you're basically producing professional amateur porn at that point. And so um, it, it, that's what I think. I, I put a lot of work into the videos that I make. I, you know, I, I, I don't put it up anything that I'm not proud of. So if it's if I shoot something and it sucks, like, you know, I, you know, if I, if I like just the other day I shot with somebody that, um, that I filmed a, um, a really hot video with, I had framed perfectly. Um, and he, in the middle of it, goes, I'm going to I'm going to change the camera a little bit. And he adjusted the camera and took the angle and just accidentally, he, like when he adjusted it, pointed it at the wall. <laughs> so like <laughs> half the footage is gone. And I'm just like, no, I'm like, I know what I'm doing. Like, let me, let me frame it. Let me adjust it. And so it's like half the footage got, just got scrapped. So um it's 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 um i don't know circling back i mean again i just i'm happy that they exist there's a lot of competition now and people just need to find out what makes them different and what makes them unique when they make a, a page if they want it to be successful mm -hmm. a problem that thankfully you don't have <laughs> well <laughs> i mean like there's 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 some there's some people that are uh, there's guys that are showing up on just for fans that have um, I mean, look at Punch ninety three. His prolapse is fucking tripled in size. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Uh, mm. I know, right? <laughs> so, how do you go about selecting scene partners for your content? Is it just purely who you want to film with, or is there any kind of motive behind it? Like, so and so has a following, or I don't base who I want to film with at all based on their following. Like, I think that that's like um, kind of a recipe for disaster in a lot of ways. I think that if like, because then I'm just chasing something that's not, if I'm chasing after their followers, then I'm not doing it for the right reason. And like, or for the reason that I feel like I, I'm not doing it for my reason, which is to make content that is with people that I'm having authentic chemistry with that, you know, I want to be playing with. There's one time, one time I did a, do a video with somebody that um, based solely on the amount of followers that they had, and it was a disaster. <laughs> and so, um, like, I want to film with real fisters who like really love it and who like that's like their passion. Excuse me, that's their passion. Um, and if I'm doing that based on their follower count, a lot of times these guys are they just want a fisting video for their page. So then who and 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 they're not doing it because they um, really like it. They're doing it because just to diversify the type of content that they have. I don't want to work with those types of people. Like, so if yeah. I'm going to, a, if I go to a new city, if I'm planning to go to a city, I, 
I'll usually sc- like check out like I, I advertise on Scruff that I'm coming somewhere that I'm looking for people to film with, um, and I let them come to me and and let you know and then I see what I can do with my schedule like, like just now I was just, I just went to DC and I filmed with um, one guy uh, I filmed with uh, Trip Richards, oh yes, um, X Trans Man. Um, oh amazing yeah yeah he fisted me which was amazing and then i filmed with living larger and he was he was yeah his his dick is amazing um and then my my friend kiro who i always film with in dc and i always stay with him and then um another guy come in me dc who has 200 followers but it's like i don't care because like i've i've played with him privately in the past and i know how, how good of a bottom he is and i knew we could make something really hot um and so it was like i don't care like i I worked with people from 200 followers to 150,000 followers in that weekend so for me it's about who the person is and and their their love of fisting and if they you know if they really get off on it versus um using each other for their for our following our following account or follower accounts basically Mm. um so and i i seek out some people there's people that i do want to work with um my my like thing was earlier in this year that I wanted to bring a lot of like the retired fisters out of community out of retirement and and work with like I don't know Matthew Paris like because I was supposed to be in France a couple times or Paris a couple times this year um, Matthew Paris Sean Harris um, uh, the guy Rex Armswell from Extreme Fistman um, like there was like old school old school porn stars that were that I watched when I was first getting into fisting that I was like wouldn't it be great if I did a project where I got like all of these guys, I talked them all into coming out of retirement to do a video with me or something. <laughs> so, but I mean, like, I know it's cocky and everything, but like, I don't know. I was, I thought like it would be cool if I could do that, but um, COVID really prevented that from happening. Well, something for the future, hey? Yeah. Speaking of followings, what what are your thoughts on the Twitter fisting community? Because you seem like obviously you're kind of posting a lot of content to it. Yep. But it doesn't seem something that you're as actively involved with. Is there a reason with it? Or... Um, well, they, so my, my roommate and I were actually just talking about this the other day. He's like, you should probably turn off your auto tweets because he's like, it's just he's like, it's, it's a lot. But I mean, the thing is, is that I, I, I am active on Twitter. Like I tweet something personal, like something from me comes out almost every day. Um, but there is it's just it seems like it's flooded. It's drowned out by the because I'm on seven different platforms. And each one of those platforms auto posts to Twitter, which helps draw traffic or, you know, revenue. So it is a business to me. So it's like, you know, it, it, hunger FF isn't just who I am anymore. It's, it's, it's how I pay for pay my, my rent. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's how it's, it's a huge, it's a business. And so, um, those auto tweets are important to draw traffic to each individual page, but, um, it does drown out kind of some of my personality, I feel like, because it's like, they don't get to see, um, you know, they don't, cause my, my tweets that I send out might get kind of like lost in the, the ocean of, um, so you just got a new super fan or my, check out my video on model hub or my many bits just sold. So it's like, you know, that that's, I've, 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 I've tossed around the idea of turning those off. Um, but the, but the, it's a double edged sword because presenting those links to people on a regular basis is more likely to get them to, to, to click to it than, than, you know, than only, only when I push it out there. So it's, it's a tough line to, to, to tight walk. Yeah. So, yes. yeah. Is there another solution to that? Like having a, a personal page and a promotional page or is that just then, you know, and I've thought about, you know, I've, I have thought about that, but then it's like, um, 
Yeah, I have thought about that. I mean, I have a backup account. I have Hunger FFXXX at uh, for Twitter, but um, I don't know. I I don't know what the what the solution would be for that. It is sort of like it's something that people have my my roommate in particular because he's like kind of been like my quasi business partner now for the last couple of months. He's helping me get the site off the ground and and um, uh, you know kind of motivating me to get the ball rolling with that stuff. And he just is like he's never he didn't know who I was when he he moved oh, in wow. with me. Um, like he didn't, he didn't know what hunger FF was. And, um, he just thought I, he knew I did like adult content, but he didn't know that like what it was or like, you know, how big it had become. (laughs) And so, uh, when he did now, he's kind of taken like a little bit of an interest in helping me kind of work it, like work, like make the brand bigger. It's like the merchandise idea was his idea. Like these are just things that I didn't really necessarily, think were possible but he's helping me kind of see what is possible and so and he's and i take his advice you know because every you know a lot of what he's told me has been really great advice um and he's like you know maybe you should see what you can do about toning down the amount of auto tweetings that's happening based on <laughs> how drowned out um the rest of your stuff is so um yeah it is it's it's i i, I wish that they had like a way to like post one summary post from each website a day like like I got X number of new followers today, or I got X number of yeah. sales today. Instead of every time it sells one, yeah. like to be like blast, 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 blast. Yeah. So there's there's not really a way that I've found it to do to do that yet. So I think I did honestly mute you at one point because it was getting so bad. I know I'm a horrible friend. No, <laughs> it, was just, it was just that I was just can't because it was just, it was I think it was like a couple of days. It was just it just flooded my feed. Yep, no, like absolutely. all the updates, it was just like, oh my god! Like, if it was just a way to kind of mute those and yep. just see what you actually personally tweet. Yeah, I know. Well, that's actually I'm really glad that you mentioned that because it is something that I've been tossing around doing, and so now that I'm hearing it from somebody else, it's probably something I'm going to end up doing. So, <laughs> it's just like it, there's data presented to us from like like we went to um, I went to the Just for Fans conference and um in vegas in february and there's he actually has hard data to prove that like those posts work to to increase traffic to your page and and convert to sales and so it's like oh like do i annoy people or do i like i don't know it's like it's a it's such like a jeff wants me to experiment with a month of uh of not having it act have not turning them all off for a month and seeing what happens in that month if i get more engagement on twitter if i get more sales more traffic or whatever but it is annoying for me because even when I try to like, I'm, I, I'm like, oh, let me show you this thing I put on Twitter. Scroll, 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 scroll. I can't find it because it's like it's so much like yeah. random bullshit. So it's um, perhaps yeah. it's worth um, with just for fans uh, getting them to offer for for their models um, a few different options, like how much, how much of how much promotional um, posts do I want to appear on my Twitter, like low, medium, high kind of thing. Yep. Yep. And that's, and Dominic's always open to subject suggestions about, um, like from, like I begged him forever to make me, I wanted a, I wanted an option, um, to know, or I wanted the ability to know why people were canceling their subscriptions. Like I was like, I felt like this is important. If they, if most people are canceling because they think the videos are too short or most people are canceling because, they don't like that that they're not uploaded in 1080p or people are canceling for whatever reason like i would like to know that that's valuable information to me so i can correct that but all that ended up happening and i, I finally got him to do it for me 
all that ended up happening was like 99% of the people that canceled their subs to my page is like satisfied, just moving on. So it's like, <laughs> it's like I asked for it and all I got was, that's I like him. me for most things. That's yeah, <laughs> like, satisfied, just, just moving Yeah. <laughs> Good. My favorite is the one I, somebody, somebody checked, somebody wrote an other too much fisting. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? Like, it's not hunger, BJ. I mean, like, it's it's hunger. Uh, so it's like it was so funny. It was like I don't know what you expected from me. You, you, Why did you sign up if you don't like fisting? <laughs> like, uh, just liked your face. I don't know. Other, other, too much fisting. What? <laughs> oh my god. Um. So I wanted to just steer the, steer the conversation in a slightly different direction now. Um. You have in the past been really open and transparent about your previous use of chems and addiction, mm-hmm. which I know has been really appreciated by a lot of people. I mean, I know a lot of people that have struggled with addiction or in recovery. Do you mind just telling us a little bit about your journey with that and where you're at now? Yeah. Um, so I, when I first came out of the closet, when I was 18, um, I got on manhunt and this is sort of it's porn sex uh, drugs all sort of tied together for me very very early um so i met this guy um his screen name was hunger <laughs> so uh it's a little bit of an homage like because it's like he's the reason that i started getting into porn um uh back in 2006 2007 um and one of the first things like i went over to hook up with him and the very first thing that he ever said, like I go to his room and he asked me, do you want a bump of Tina? And I was like, I don't, I don't know what a bump of Tina is, but if you're doing it, you're beautiful. You have this beautiful house, beautiful car, you're a porn star. Like, oh, sure, I'll do it. And I did it and I didn't have any idea what it was. Had he asked me if I wanted a bump of crystal meth, I would have been like, get the fuck out of here. Like, no, I don't want that. And, um, but it was presented in a way that was like kind of fun and harmless and, for me, I have a very addictive personality. Like when I do something, I go big. <laughs> it's like, a, it's like I do, I, I don't just casually collect comic book statues. Like I, I collect the most expensive, biggest, baddest ones I can find. I don't just sort of get into fisting. I have to be the deepest, widest hole on the planet. <laughs> and, so, and then when it comes to drugs, I don't have, I can't just do drugs. I have to do, I'm like a weapon of massive consumption. And so it's like, I got really out of control around like 2009-2010 um, when I was working for Raging Stallion um, and I left the porn industry completely until Hunger FF started um, and then you know I was sober I've never posted a video where I'm under the influence of anything I think that's another thing I'm really um, steadfast about is that um, I don't want to present an example to younger people that might be watching my videos and seeing me spun out would be saying to them that this is an appropriate way for you to get started in fisting when in reality like you should be sober when you're getting fisted um or for you know or you know have i you know especially you know in the last year with covid it's been very difficult for me to stay totally sober um i'm bored <laughs> i'm bored most of the time and it's like you know there's not a whole lot to do right now and um you know, it's, 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 it's a battle. It's a, it's a daily battle for me, like to, to, to stick with it without the structure of, you know, without the accountability or the structure that like a normal nine to five or pre COVID life would offer. Um, so, um, 
you know, I've done, you know, my fair share of using in the last year, um, my, more than my fair share of using. Um, and it's sort of like an up and down, you know, I surround myself, I try to surround myself with good people that, you know, next year I have, um, um, my ex sponsor is actually going to be going on most of my work trips with me to kind of like keep me accountable so that I'm not like, you know, screwing around on these, on my trips. Cause I, what usually ends up happening is I get my work done and then I'm like, work's done party time. And so, um, I have to be more, um, I have just for my own sanity and so for my own health, um, I have to be, I have to have more accountability. And so it's like, I, you know, my ex-sponsor is um, Raunchy Wolf one on Twitter and he's going to be like sort of accompanying me as my parental guidance, my parental, my, <laughs> my, my, my chaperone on, on some of my trips. Cause I really, you know, I'm not ashamed to admit that I'm, you know, I struggle just like, you know, it's so, um, it's something that, uh, it's an ongoing battle and will be for me for the rest of my life. And I just, you know, and it is like, it's like that for most addicts. It's like, you always have this little devil on your shoulder. That's telling you like, you can just do one. <laughs> mm. You can just do one. It'll be fine. Yeah. And then, um, there's, you know, that little voice that tells you that is lying to you. Cause it's not, you know, it's never like that. And so, um, for me, that voice is just really loud since COVID started. And so it's like, you know, cause it's like, we're just, I'm stuck at home and I'm doing nothing. And my, you know, I work one weekend a month. I go and travel and, and get all my content out of the way for, you know, I'm six months ahead right now. I'm filming for June, July of 2021. So it's like, you know, I, I just one weekend of work produced me 13 updates last week. Uh, so one weekend of work. So, um, I don't know. It's just a, it's, it's, it's a tricky bitch. She's a tricky bitch. <laughs> so, um, it's, it's, it's hard. So I want to go further in the, in that direction for a second. Um, I know for a lot of guys, especially beginners, um, I hear that they, they begin fisting with drugs and they've never experienced fisting without drugs. It sounds like for you, that's, that's definitely not the case. Like you're, I mean, obviously from all your videos and stuff where you're sober, you, for you, fisting and drugs don't go hand in hand, right? The, so, so like for me, drugs, um, fisting happens with or without drugs, but when drugs are involved, fisting is always happening. <laughs> so it's like, I can do fisting without drugs, but I can't do drugs without fisting. And so it's like, to me, those they're, they're intertwined, but also not, um, and I'm grateful for that because I still get turned on. I'm still horn. I'm, I'm, I'm still turned on by fisting. It's uh, whether or not I'm sober or not. And so, um, but I know a lot of guys, a lot of close friends of mine that are like in recovery and not stopped fisting because they were so intertwined. They couldn't unravel them. And that's heartbreaking because it's like you have this like, like crystal meth and whatever doesn't bring out, it lowers your inhibitions, but it, I guess like, but those in those thoughts or those feelings or those desires are still within you whether or not you're using or not and so for me like when i hear people say that they're they're not fisting because it's too triggering or they can only do it on crystal meth or they can only do it on whatever it kind of make, it makes me super sad for them because it's like you know it's such a fun camarade you know camaraderie and like it's such a you know an intimate act and then to not be able to do it because you associate it so heavily with the chem it's like I feel for those people. Like I feel, you know, yeah, bad. It's it's tough. Was there a process for you when you stopped? Where like when you stopped taking crystal meth? Um, uh, to to 
disassociate the two, the fisting. Because I've got it. My best friend, right? He he was um he's been an addict this year, and um and he just got off G, and I'm yet to see him since he since he started getting off it, and I'm wondering like what's the fisting gonna be like when I do see him again, and we don't take anything. Yeah. Well, you know what's wild is that like I look at the sex that I have when I am sober on video, right? And I see it, and I'm like, oh my god, like I have like it's authentic and there's real chemistry and it's I'm having fun and I'm smiling and I'm laughing. And then, and then I compare that to the type of sex that I have when I'm, when I'm not sober and I'm like, it's so boring and mechanical and quiet. And like, it's not like it, it's not, I'm at a point with it where, you know, I've been sober for a little, for a little while now, but I'm at a point with it where I'm, I just, I'm bored with it and I'm, I'm not having fun with it. And so why am I doing it? And so it's like um, the sex that I have when I'm sober is so much more. If there's a beginning, a middle and an end, there's not a beginning and an extremely long middle <laughs> and, yeah. and, and then no end. And, and it just ends up in passing out. Yeah. And, and so it's like, fuck that. It's like, you know, I I had a long conversation with a friend of mine here last night. Um, we were talking about it and I was just like, you know, it's just like I had to ask myself, like, uh, you know, is it fun to be, you know, completely disconnected from your partner no is it fun to be you know there's so much that's not fun that it's become just boring at this point for me but you know and and that's where i'm at today and where i'll be at tomorrow might be completely different but i know that like for at least for today i'm sober today (laughs) so that's that's awesome you know yeah and like the 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 the, you know the 12-step program helped me a lot but i've got my reservations about it again and um you know i'm looking for basically other things to just keep me busy um like earlier this year like before covid you know struck us i had my entire year mapped out basically in in a way that i would be traveling so frequently and working so frequently that i would never have the chance to use because i take work so serious that i wouldn't ever um let it uh affect it um and so when everything went down and I had to cancel all my travel plans, it just basically gave me a year of this. I mean, this year has been fucked for everybody. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, I, I said to myself, I'm like, 2021 is like my, my, you know, it's still going to be fucked, but it's like, I can't imagine it being worse than this year was <laughs> like, I mean, this year was just a shit show and I want next year to be, you know, I, I, I just want me, my personal life, like what I'm the, the image that I present online is one thing. But like what's going on with me is I, I need to figure out, you know, my fi- fix what's going on with me and and still be hunger FF for everybody else. So I don't know. That sounds really dramatic. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I don't mean to be so dramatic and like, you know, you know, weird. But I mean, like it is it's, it, it, there's, it's a dichotomy. There's two personas here. There's myself and then there's hunger FF. And hunger yeah. FF is what I present to the world. And then there's what's really going on with me, which is the case with, you know, everybody, everybody has something that they present to the world and they have their own shit going on. Um, and I've just never talked about it. This is like really like the first time I've ever, I've ever talked about it publicly that, the, you know, that I'm still in a place where I'm struggling and I'm still kind of in this weird, you know, zone with it. Um, Cause I was totally sober, um, completely sober and in recovery for like two years prior to COVID happening. Um, 
So it was just like that kind of just when it, what happened was is that they were talking about a two week quarantine right in the beginning. They were like, it's a two week quarantine. And I was like, ooh, two weeks where I don't have to leave my house. <laughs> like two weeks where nobody's going to come over and check on me. <laughs> like, um, Great. So it was like permission for me and my brain to do it. And then it, 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 the, the quarantines just kept extending. And then, then it became a lockdown and became like. You know, I was like, uh, now what? Mm. So um, it was just, it was, it was a tricky time for everybody, but for, for mm-hmm. me. Uh, big mm-hmm. time. But it certainly sounds like um, from what you've just told us, uh, there, there are some, I think some takeaways or some lessons people can learn from, from listening to you and your story. The big thing is, is I want people to know that I'm just like everybody else. Like I, I get messages from people that tell me I'm their role model or I'm their inspiration and and I just want to say to them that, like, you know, because they write to me as if I'm this, like, perfect, un, you know, unflawed individual. And I am very much flawed and very much, you know, just like everybody else. It's just that I, my videos just get watched more. That's it. <laughs> That's, like, the, the only difference is is that. And so I'm struggling. And just like everybody else, it's like there's a part of um, me that I don't present to the, to the rest of the world. And, and that part's been damaged by a lot of shit over the last couple of years. Um that I'm working through and, and I'm in a good place today. So, um, and we're very happy to, yeah, 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 me too. And I mean, like, I wouldn't, I mean, like, you know, if I was a disaster, I wouldn't be working with you on, it wouldn't be like making these like meetings and stuff with you. Cause we're working on my site <laughs> together. Well, yes. My, my final question was, what is the future of hunger FF? And as I say, I'm privy to a lot of this, but, uh, yeah. Do you want to just talk a bit more about future projects? So I'm I'm getting ready to launch um, HungerFF.com, uh, which is where I'm going to try to... Uh, I basically want more control over the content that I create. I don't want to be beholden to somebody else who's going to be um, delivering my paychecks or potentially canceling my account or whatever. Um, so um, what the original plan was to have HungerFF.com be like a landing page so I wouldn't have to keep paying for Rentman or for, you know, these sites that I get all the information about me hiring me, um, my frequently asked questions, um, you know, where to find my videos, all of that stuff would be centralized in one place. I wasn't intending on hosting the videos on the site, um, but I'm actually having a development meeting tomorrow with the people from Dark Alley about helping me build out um, the back end of the site to host the content there on my own site. So um, basically what I'm, I'm, I'm spread out too thinly over, not too thinly, but I'm spread out across a bunch of different platforms. It would be nice if I could just have autonomous control over everything in one place. So um, we've purchased hungerff.com and I've commissioned you obviously um, to do the design work on it. And it's, sure have. <laughs> and it's been it's been amazing and I'm super happy with it because my other thing too is that like fisting sites in general are so like like there's another one that just launched the other day and it was like fisting dungeon or fisting fisting um and fisting inferno or something like that and the site is like dark and scary and like I wanted something yeah. that was like more more represent like stud fist is you know, black and red and fist alley was black and red and club inferno but you know everything's so dark and scary and unapproachable I feel like and I wanted something that was more representative of my personality so we went with like yeah. a, you know a kind of animated bubblegum theme I mean I mean these were the the initial discussions I had with you was like what's what what is the tone of this going to be are we going to do what's what people would expect you to do or should we do something that is more representative of who you like like as soon as you know talking to you getting to know you yes yeah. you know that this dungeon pig thing it's not 
you know, that's not really who you are in a sense. It's like you're far more bubblegum and fun and cute. And it's like, that's that's who you are. And I just, I wanted to kind of make that come alive through the work. And, me, yeah. and me, me too. And I'm so, and you, you get it. It's like, it gets, and I'm hoping it works. Like I'm hoping that that aesthetic like draws people in rather than pushes them away. Um, and I think it will, because I mean, you've done such great work so far. It's so, it's so, it's going to be different. It's going to be, it's going to be different than, just like my content is different, the site is going to be different. And so it's, um, it's just a cool place to be. It's a, it's, it's great that I'm at a place where I can actually in a, be in a position to develop a, um, my own site. And so we're doing a merchandise brand called Hungerware. Uh, I, I so, still love that name so much. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell us a bit about that? Hungerware. Um, so Hungerware, we're just going to do basically like um, like masks and hats and pins and like um, possibly do my own line of poppers um, uh, if I can figure out the legality of that. Um, and just basically like, you know, shirts and stuff like that. Like I just want Hunger FF to become like, I want it to be next level. Like I, I don't want to just be that guy that makes videos. I want it to be like, there's no one person that personifies, you know, or not personifies, but there's, if I just want to be the, I want the hunger FF to become a brand on its own. Um, and so merchandise seemed like, you know, a logical step and you know, what's more popular than a face mask these days. So like, um, you know, so can I, I mean, request that, a hunger FF, French beret. A French, a what? That. Oh yeah, of a, course. I mean, yeah. How would that work? Can it be a prolapse? How would that Can work? It, like, how I was actually thinking of like a dog tail, but actually a prolapse. <laughs> Maybe just a nice little dangly thing on the side. Just yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. An ele- an, a little elephant trunk coming off your. <laughs> <gasps> yes. Yes. That's, that's what I think. It I looks need more like. hats. I feel, I feel like it looks like a trunk. I feel like it looks like an elephant trunk. it it is yeah studying it in a lot of detail it really but i swear the shape has changed because it used to come up like a tail yep and now it's just that now 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 it is more elephant trunk like but i mean like i can still push it it depends on where i push from the shape of it wherever i push from like if i can push from my deep in my belly or i can just push out a little bit from my whole it's weird it's hard to explain because it's like people can't really they don't understand it's like um wherever i decide wherever i'm pushing from inside um i can kind of control that and that'll de- that'll control the shape or size of what the my prolapse comes out I, like i get it's, it i get weird. it I th- i've thought long and hard about this and yeah. i've watched a lot of your videos many <laughs> times <laughs> and done drawings and things I trying re- to work it out i really no, I, get it. I really do feel like i like i'm some kind of weird medical anomaly that like belongs like i'm going to donate my body to science when i die and like, it'd be like what the <laughs> fuck happened to this guy and how did he survive like this but you long, had a like, colonoscopy not too long ago didn't, didn't you I, and I did, they found nothing I, wrong they, they the doctor looked at me when i woke up from anesthesia and was like why did you make me do this like what was the purpose of doing this and i was like oh i just wanted to make sure everything was okay he's like well first of all you're i think i was 29 at the time 29 or 30 and or no i was 30 i was 30 so he's like you're 20 years too early to be doing this and also he's like he's like there was no point there's nothing there's literally nothing wrong with you now mind you i didn't tell him i prolapsed before i that was kind of the the, the thing in my head is like i'm not going to tell him that i'm an extreme fister i'm not going to tell him that i prolapse i'm not going to give him any reason to like prompt any, any reason to prompt him to tell me that there might be something wrong i'm going to let him give me his honest opinion and he came back and was just like there's nothing wrong with you 
like so i was like okay great <laughs> well that's very reassuring that means you can just keep pushing right yeah and then i just took my kolonoski pictures and put them on my dresser fans page so like, <laughs> <laughs> like the true pervert that i am and the i'm like how deep inside of me can you possibly see how much more deeper can you see inside me than a, than a colonoscopy so perfect and if you can make money out of it i know i absolutely, put it up. why not <laughs> exactly um so yeah that was my that's been my experience well i look forward to doing a personal inspection uh, well, all, all things, uh, all things, um, hopefully going according to plan. I'll hopefully be in London in um, uh, January sometime. Yay! Yeah, if, if, assuming the borders are still open, and you know, I'll be trekking across the pond again. <laughs> Amazing! So. We'll be visiting Berlin as well. Well, they, I can't because of the border, um, the border issue. Oh, jazz sucks for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the you know the uk is the only place over in um in europe that's really um that's open we do not you. have our shit together at all well, I, love, <laughs> I love it though that's i mean i i love that you you mess you know that i you know i i miss europe i miss being able to go over there you know as far as i'm concerned work and making money is essential travel and so it's like you know while people might disagree that like you know i'm but well your work is play well no i still i'm working i'm you know it's, i'm bringing my lights and i kept my setups and everything it's like it's it is still work and i still need to produce content to make to make a living it's like you know so um regardless of where that you know you're not supposed to travel even domestically unless it's essential travel and so yeah. um you know for me it's like it is essential that i film content and there's only so many people you know in my local surroundings that i can film with I, lo- I loved coming when I came to the UK last year I had such a good time or this year I had such a good time and it sucked being locked down you know but I mean it was still just like the people that I met there were just so great and friendly and everybody was I had such a good time there well look forward to welcoming you back well social Yay. distance in person <laughs> what, whatever, 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 whatever what it looks like um, I, th- I think that's everything we wanted to talk to you about Mr. Hunger FF thank you thank you thank you thank you you guys are awesome thank you so much thank you so much for talking with us and i'm so um, proud i'm I'm proud of you guys i'm proud of you guys for this the the show is amazing so i'm really glad it's going so well thank Thank you you. much appreciate we've had such a positive reaction so so far um so um we're doing god's work Mm. (laughs) such fun such fun (laughs) such fun what i think that's it bye guys i I love you guys bye see you later